Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Arkansas Razorback and Chicago Bear great Dan Hampton, presented by Bank of England Mortgage. Since 1898, they've been your local lending experts. Join the huddle at boearkansas.com. And by Hodman's Game Day Superstore, where every day is game day. Now, let's go live to Chicago and find out who Dan is nominating for this week's much-coveted Snoutland Award. Off to the Windy City. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, gentlemen, and best of the holiday greetings. Good morning, gentlemen. uh, The polar Iceland of uh, (laughs) Chicago. We actually had a pretty good week. It's been 50, 60 degrees a couple of days, but oh, they that always uh, sets the stage for you know what. <laughs> they they uh, said they had tornado warnings out for Minnesota, and Minnesota has never had a tornado in December. Yeah, yeah. It it's was weird. Pretty freaky. We had 60-mile-an-hour winds here on the south side of Lake Michigan, so it, uh, it's it been a it's kind of an exciting uh, fall thus far, but... Uh, as you know, it won't be long. Uh, the, the ice and snow will be coming. We're not having it this year. Did you? Uh, I guess you got a chance to watch last night. What a what a great second half that game was. It really was. You know, the guys in a in a in a. I guess maybe in a strange way, everyone is waiting for kind of a change of the guard. We, uh, you know, we we know that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have have been so good for so long, but. They're waiting for the next gold standard quarterback to kind of take over, and those two last night possibly could be it. We know that uh, you know Joe Burrow has, has really done a lot of good things in Cincinnati, but I don't think they're you know that he's on the level of Patrick Mahomes, who's won a Super Bowl, and what we saw uh, you know from San Diego and their quarterback last night. What what, what the heck? We're uh, watching last night. He has uh, he's been terrific. All year, we, uh, you know, every everybody in the league would love to have him as a quarterback, but uh, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you how confounding it was to see them struggle. They went for it on fourth down three different times, uh, four times actually, but uh, no, wait a minute, I think it was five times if you count up to the very end of the game. Uh, but three of those times were inside the red zone, and they got zero points. And if you look at the score, if they would have kicked field goals, then boom. Uh, that you know the Chargers win, so it was a it was a wild AFC West matchup last night for sure. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey that uh, was just a stud last night. You just you know even back in your days and when we played uh, Dan, you didn't see tight ends that were that big and that strong. And could he be Harold you know, Michael? That was about yeah, that's it right. That I ever saw. And then have a guy that can then outrun and out juke everybody on the field like that guy can. Wow. Yeah, he, uh, he he's he's special. Obviously, you know there was a, a handful of guys just like him, Zach Ernst, uh, yep, yep. the kid in San Francisco. Uh, anybody that gets a tight end, that you know, in the Bears, they've got a kid named Cole Komet, the second year player from Notre Dame. We're waiting, you know, for him to kind of blossom to become that kind of player. You know, an eight catch, hundred yard uh, a week type of a tight end. But if you get one of those, that's the uh, the greatest safety belt Ooh, for quarterbacks. Sure sure hey, Dan, that's, that's the easiest throw. Dan, do you know, has a defensive player ever been 
MVP. Yeah. For the NFL? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. I think uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor, Ray Lewis. I think Lawrence Taylor and Ray Lewis came to mind right off the top of my head. They don't well, get the know, credit. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, uh, you know, maybe even Dion. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and Joe Green back in the uh, yeah. in the seventies, true, he was, he yep. was that Joe. that good, that dominant. Who? But, Joe, uh, Major Green. Oh, Major oh, Green. Oh, yeah. Joe Green. You know, and Joe. I got to <laughs> tell you, the kid down in uh, Dallas, number eleven. Yeah, uh, Pars- Parsons. Parsons. Well, he's, had, he's had him a hell of a year. Yeah. Aren't you glad he's not going to play against the Razorbacks? Good, good, good yeah. point. Yes, that's right. Yeah. We're glad about that. How? How? Uh, real quick, your thoughts. On your Bears. Well, you know, I, unfortunately, we've seen this this story uh, a number of times here in the last decade. We Quarterback. Uh, we saw the meltdown of the Lovey Smith era, then it was the Mark Tressman era, and then it was the John Fox era, and now it's the uh, Matt Nagy uh, era. Just this morning, the second-year cornerback, Jalen Johnson, who I think is a good player and has a chance to really be a – a guy you can build around and be a special player. He came out and said half the locker room went to the tank. Yeah. And it's really kind of got everybody stirred up. Maybe maybe that's true, but evidently a player is not supposed to, you know, acknowledge it. I I did back in my day. I mean, again, you know, football's a different deal. You, you don't ever see anybody, you know, go to the emergency room in baseball that often. In football, it happens all the time. I mean, it's a violent game and, and you really kind of got a lot of skin in the game, so you want to go on the field with guys that care the same way you do, that that put a value on you know effort and working hard and trying to win a game like you do. And evidently, there has become kind of a divide. The uh, the good thing is, whoever does come in as the next head coach in, in the coming weeks will get some uh, you know some chances to look and talk about the candidates. Guys, you know, it really, this is a, this is maybe a once in a life opportunity for a young coach. And this being, this is the footing and foundation. This was the beginning of the NFL. This is where it started, the Chicago Bears. And for the first time in 50 years, maybe longer, they've got a legitimate franchise quarterback that has a chance to be special in Justin Fields. So, again, this. You know, I I think it's going to be uh, kind of a, a lottery pick, kind of a, a deal. When you, a lot of times, if you're in uh, Indianapolis and you try to go get a, 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 you know, a new head coach, a lot of them are going to kind of turn their nose up and say, "No, I'll wait for Miami or some other place." But if you get a chance to come to Chicago, if you're a young coach and you want to make a name for yourself, Chicago could be uh, the best, you know, destination. For uh, any of these young coaches, and there's a lot of talk that Ryan Day, the head coach uh, of Ohio State, uh, that coach Justin Fields, yes, maybe the uh, the front runner because we've seen, you know, Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona has kind of yes busted off that oh a college coach can flourish in the NFL unless but, unless, you know, unless your name is unless your name is Urban Meyer, yeah, Dan. Ta- wah, wah, <laughs> talk about wah, that. Wah. Talk about that, Dan. What do you think about that? Look, like everyone else, you, you stand back and you say when he was at, uh, what was he, Bowling Green, he won, he went to Utah, he yep. won, he went to Ohio State, he won, he went to Florida, he won. Um, evidently, it was, a, it was a real sour mix. But, you know, every, everybody changes. I know for a fact that 
the Mike Ditka that went to New Orleans after he was let go in mm. Chicago wasn't the same coach right. that we had when you know, say the early '80s. You know, things changed, and and evidently he had he had kind of forgotten what was uh, you know the important components of being a great uh, head coach. And I got to tell you, the NFL is different. I re- I'll never forget, never forget that when Lou Holtz came to Arkansas, he had he had basically quit trying to coach in the NFL. Yeah, and one of the in- the incidents was. I guess his wife, Beth, had, had written a fight song, and Lou went to Joe Namath and told Joe, I want you to sing this fight song. And Joe said, stick to where the sun don't shine. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a different deal. You know, you're talking about 20-year-old kids versus 30, 35-year-old, you know, young men. So, anyway, yeah. whatever happened in Jacksonville, it'll all, yeah, I'm sure it'll come out, but he didn't translate well to the NFL, that's for sure. And he made a lot of mistakes. And, you know, I guess this latest deal about him kicking a kicker. <laughs> he I want to hear more about that. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I like that story. <laughs> hey, Dan, when you talk about uh, a young coach is going to Chicago, what do you think about the rumor of uh, former Panther OC Joe Brady going to uh, uh, head coach of uh, Jacksonville? You guys, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, to the victor goes the fools. Last time I checked, Carolina's offense hadn't, <laughs> hadn't been above the 20th rank. I, I don't know. No, it only, only because yeah, of, yeah. you know, because they called, they called him a quarterback guru, although Deshaun Watson was uh, pretty good without him. Uh, uh, but having Trevor Lawrence, you know. No, uh, no you're talking about Joe Brady? Yeah. Joe Brady was yeah, at LSU. Well, all I'm saying uh, is yeah, Joe yeah, Burrow. Yeah, but yeah. No, no, yeah. no, but I'm saying, but yeah. as a Panther oh, he, since he, he's he gone could, now, he do, he since he tra- got fired. Guess who leads the league in interceptions by a quarterback? Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, is that right? Tra- yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying if Brady were to leave, since he's no longer at, at the, at, with the Panthers, right. that his name had been mentioned about starting all over as, as, as Jacksonville's head coach, becoming Jacksonville's head coach as a new guy, and working with Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Well, what what was he able to do with Deshaun Bridgewater no, and and and, and yeah. Darnold and Cam Newton? I mean, all the quarterbacks in Carolina have struck. And so, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, not a mystery. You. Here's here's the other thing, guys. Yeah, you know, it's always the hot young coordinator. Five years ago is Josh McDaniels. Remember, he actually yep. took the Denver job, then rescinded and went back. <laughs> Yeah, he's, you know what New England has done with Mac Jones this year. He's become that's amazing. Maybe you know a, a top tier candidate once again. Uh, Brian Dable, the uh, offensive coordinator with Buffalo, he was definitely the hot you know coach this year or last year. Yeah. But boy, they have wrecked. They've wrecked, and, and 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 he, you know, you don't hear his name anymore. Of course, you know you've got. Uh, you know, a number of other, you know, Eric, the enemy and Kent City and this and that. But I still think that, uh, you know, Ryan Day and, and again, Jim Harbaugh is a name that keeps coming up. And I want to segue to that. Guys, you know, it won't be long. We'll be uh, we'll be talking about the national chess. I'm just going to say this now, and it's going to be what, two weeks. Three Come weeks on, say it. Say it. Hey, I'm just telling you, <laughs> I've been breaking down some tape on Michigan. I don't know if Georgia's ready, but I think Georgia's going to have their hands full. And there's going to be two things. Number one, 
Alabama exposed Georgia, and they they really struggled yep. with you know the offense where it was almost in a hurry up you know yep. capacity and, yep. and throwing it down the field, and Georgia didn't have any answers for it. The other thing is, you know, and I know. Alabama's going to have no trouble with Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a very good team. Right. Like, come on. They're not going to present much of a problem. However, Georgia's going to go into that game. They're not going to be thinking about Michigan. They're going to be thinking about Alabama and how they got embarrassed and skunked by Alabama. So they're not – I don't think – I think we've got a scenario where Georgia's going to maybe trip and fall and not get back to the, Wouldn't that to be the final. So yeah. I, the more I watch it, the more I'm starting to like Michigan. I, I do got to have to ask: Have you been having any fun watching the Brian Kelly experiment down in uh, <laughs> LSU with his accent, uh, new Dancing. Southern accent? Have you seen any of that? I think anybody that drives across the state line into Louisiana, they affect that accent. You know, when you go to Hawaii, you start talking like uh, you know, hey, tough broad. Hey, let's just hope. Let's just hope that uh, you know he, 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 he and this experiment doesn't work. Obviously, yes, it, it's yes. always easier when LSU is four yeah. seven when we play them rather than ten and one. That's right. Like, well, let me ask y'all. Y'all played in bowl games. What do you do? Like, well, the Bahama Bowls today. Right. What a what a reward. But say you don't play for four uh, three three weeks. What do you do? And that, uh, th- well, you, you know, Dan, I don't know about you guys, but you know, we would practice there in in, in Fayetteville. Uh, I, re- I remember, Dan, it was Gator Bowl practice, and it was five degrees. Five, no, I'm sorry, eight degrees, and they had us out there practicing. You didn't have any indoor facility. It was miserable. Lou got on us. Lou chewed us out. And I don't know about you guys, and then you would go down there and practice and do, do the uh, activities there in, um, in the various bowls. I, I'm sure you guys probably did the same, didn't you, Dan? Well, to me, I thought the coaches took this as an excuse to start two days early. <laughs> right? Yes, and, and it was—I mean, it was a bloodletting. <laughs> but when you got when we got like to let's say when we went to Dallas for the Cotton Bowl, and, and you know what, we would go practice, and they would kind of do things to kill time, and just kind of keep everybody, uh, you know, kind of occupied. And then at night we had meetings, and then they would bring in a movie and, and show it. I mean, obviously those are days long gone. It, it, obviously, they it is supposed to be a reward, and, and and I don't think anybody you know goes through those uh, those those hellacious practices like we had to as. But but I, I do know this that uh, I, I I have every confidence that. You know, half the half the uh, the teams going into the bowls, they're going to kind of do walkthroughs. The other half, they're going to kind of practice hard. I think Sam is one of those guys that's going to say, "This, you know, this represents us, and we're going to we're going to put our best foot forward." And I think the Hogs will be ready. You know, back in the day, you're talking about being down in uh, or being up in Fayetteville at cold weather and yeah, going down there. You right. think these days, though, that teams knowing a little bit more about the humidity down there at, uh, uh, at Gator Bowl and that sort of thing, that thick air down there, that they'd want to get down there a lot sooner and want to practice in that more than they would the cold weather? Basil, that, I mean, what well, are you thinking, I, Dan? Well, same Dan, thing. Dan, Dan's right. I think when back in the old days, they view this as extra practice time. That's why the coaches want to go to bowl games. I think if it was like a national championship game, Roger, I think that 
would be the or a playoff game. I think that would be the they'd thinking. be down there a lot sooner. Yeah, that's right. I okay, think, think for these kind of games. Yeah, I think it, they don't have the significance on the national championship. Okay, it's probably just a matter of how much they can afford to go down there. What do you think? That when you think that, Dan? Well, absolutely. Okay. And, and you and you got to remember, the NFL has been just overcome with the strife of this uh, pandemic uh, with the COVID. There's, yeah. All three of the coordinators on the Bears are out for the Monday night game against Minnesota. Wow. Wow. The it is really blown up. Wow. Wow. And the are NBA the corner, are the Washington has 24 guys yeah. that, that is out and won't even dress. And how you you know think about <laughs> wow. this? How many kicks are going to get returned? Because you got guys. I mean, they're signing dudes off the street to cover <laughs> kicks. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it has really popped back up it, in it, sports. Uh, basketball, uh, I think the Lakers had a canceled practice one day. Yeah, we, we were talking about yesterday. It's really it's whoever can be the smartest at trying to work their way yeah. through this. Like you said, who do you sign? How do you do your meetings where you maybe don't spread it? Because it's really about just getting players on the field. You just got to be yeah. able to get to the game to play, you know? Yeah. Well, what, obviously, you look at Cleveland, they're going to start their third uh, string quarterback in a game that they desperately have to have <laughs> against the, the, the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, for them to keep trying to, you know, find a way into the playoffs. Uh, you know, it, it, it truly is going to be, uh, what would you say, almost comical watching how all of this kind of falls down and, uh, around them as they're trying to, you know, stay in the, uh, the playoff race. But, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We got, uh, We've still got, what, four games, uh, four weeks left of the NFL before we hit the playoffs. So everybody's in a mad scramble. Dan, do you like Michigan chances better than uh, uh, Deion Sanders being the next head coach at FSU <laughs> after the coup that he had with Travis Hunter? Wow. That's impressive. I like to see it. You know, I don't know Deion. I know he was, you know, obviously an amazingly good player, but. Why not? What is what is Nick Saban going to get every good player? Why? You know? <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what? The next – and Sam Pittman can tell the next, you know, top-tier recruit, well, guess what? It's a new day. You know, Jackson State gets somebody. We can get somebody. And so I, I like – They're talking about Travis Hunter. Now, I haven't seen anything since yesterday. I was busy, so I haven't been able to read everything. But he was – his uh, uh, NIL deal that they're, they were talking about, if it's Barstool and all, it was closer to $3 million than it would have been $2 million if, in fact, that, that was going to happen. And if and if then you saw new rules come down, I just saw a headline about NIL and what teams can do. Obviously, this was the first year that we had it. So that you mentioned it yesterday, Baz, about the gray area yeah. where you got a coach who cannot get involved with that. And you know Dion had to talk to Barstool. A, 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 bo- a booster or somebody to go, hey, listen, why don't you, why don't you yeah. get this guy NIL deal for a million bucks yeah. or half a million? It'll yeah. change, our, right. change our future. And an FSU going, hey, look, we better go ahead and get Dion over here. Let him coach over here so we don't lose any of our players and, and get that. But it's a lot of money. Absolutely. Okay. And and how long till – okay. You know, it is what it is. How, how long till maybe Chinese money starts uh, helping our Oregon recruit? <laughs> oh, wow. Never done that. Yeah. Miami. <laughs> Miami. See, there's a lot of really, really rich people. And I've heard that Bezos is is kind of lurking in the shadows, wow. trying to angle for a chance to buy an NFL team, possibly the Bears. Because the Bears matriarch is a lady named Virginia McKeskey. Mm. She is 
George Hallis' daughter. She is 98 years old. God bless her. She's doing well. But the day that, you know, she's no longer with us, then the rest of the the kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, they inherit the team, which means they will have to pay estate taxes. And I don't think they're going to be so the Bears possibly would be sold. Now, all that being said, a lot of those rich people, they want to buy a team, but there is a lot of, there's not a team to buy mm-hmm. right now today. Mm-hmm. So there's a very, very wealthy Cuban businessman that has approached the University of Miami AD and basically said, look, I can't buy an NFL team, but I can buy, you know, I, how much do you need for a new workout facility? How much for new dorms? Right. How much? Right. And so, you know, this is, and how are you going to stop this? How are you going to? You know, how is, uh, you know, uh, you know, how, you know, the Razorbacks, they got a lot of money right there in, in their backyard. Yeah. But, you know, Texas Tech, how is Texas Tech going to compete with that? It's, yeah. it's, it, may, it may get get to a point where it's getting out of hand pretty quickly. Well, they may be coming after some former players like yourself, Dan, and maybe throw in a couple of extra bucks to get some of those players at the University of Arkansas. So be looking for some of those letters. I'm sure Baz is going to be doing the same thing. Backing up, and I'll leave you alone after this, backing up uh, to talking about Lou Holtz uh, telling Joe, Mon- uh, Joe uh, Namath what he wanted him to do. Of course, you you said it. Uh, there's a big difference between what a Coach Holtz or an Urban Meyer or Jimmy Johnson or somebody can – well, Jimmy's different. I mean, he would have got rid of anybody but a Troy Aikman uh, can do to a NFL player as opposed to a college player. Lou Holtz and, and Urban and Bobby Petrino, they come back to college and, and, and they, can, they can run it a little bit easier with college guys. But now – when you've got a college player who may be making an upwards of one, two, two and a half million dollars plus the portal, I mean, a college player may have a little bit more mouthing off to do to a head coach. And, and you know what? Obviously, these are the dynamics that are probably happening and taking place as we speak. Right. And, it, and we all know, you know. As an athlete, you, you obviously you have an ego, and you think you're, you're the reason everything happened, and you think you're the reason why the team is good, the team won, all the. All. So, <clears throat> I do know this: that just yesterday, Dave Wanstead, who I do a, a Pro Football Weekly Television show with, he was talking about the very first year that he and Jimmy took over the Dallas Cowboys, and there was a veteran on defense who was kind of mouthy. And it was the second day of training camp, and Wanstead was trying to tell him, this is how we're going to play this outside linebacker position. And, you know, you, anyway, this guy was giving him a bunch of, you know, uh, grief and a ration of it. And anyway, Wanstead said something sort of like, hey, I don't want to hear no back talk. Just, I'm telling you, I don't care what you did before we got here. Now you're going to do it like this. Well, the guy didn't like it, so he's kind of, Blah, 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 F this. And, you know, anyway, so as we're going in after practice, Jimmy Johnson came over to Wonstead, who was the defensive coordinator, and said, Hey, what was going on there? I heard all that. And he goes, Well, I was telling him that, you know, we're, we're going to play different techniques now that, you know, we're the new defensive coaches. And he was, you know, basically, you know, saying, Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's stupid or whatever. Anyway, and Jimmy goes, Oh, really? Anyway, so they go in, and after they had dinner, they go into the meeting. That chair where that dude usually sat was empty. Mm. Jimmy basically said, all right, you're out of here. And you know what? They didn't have anybody else start mouthing off. So, 
you know, discipline is still uh, the most important. You know, in the game of football, it's, it's impossible. You know, it, it, you watch the NBA and it's all shooting from half court down. And, you know, the discipline part of it, obviously, it's long gone. But still, you look at the New England Patriots and how how they have turned around a season where they were one and three, and yeah. now they're, you know, what are they nine and three mm. or or whatever? They won six in a row, nine eight first. in a row. I don't know. All I'm saying is that's not that talented a team, but you know what? They do the the little things, and that's discipline, and it wins. Well, I do want to thank uh, Bank of England Mortgage and Hogman's Game Day Superstore for sponsoring. Big Dan every weekend, uh, every Friday rather. So, Dan, do you have a bull shirt you're going to be wearing in a couple of weeks? I got my Razorback shirt. Won't be long. We'll be putting her on. Hey, I, I, again, I've been breaking down this game, and I, I got to tell you, I, for whatever reason, it looks like Penn State. They don't, <laughs> unless it's like a big time bowl, you know, maybe. Yeah, uh, for, yeah they they just kind of sleepwalk through these games. So, you know, if the Hogs are ready. We can get another win. That'd be great. Well, we're doing songs today with uh, cities and places in the title. So for Dan, why not? Do it. You know what it is? Uh, It's it's about Chicago. I was looking at Chicago. I was looking at uh, Frankie. Chicago. That's it. That's for you, Dan. Sing it, Dan. Chicago. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Yeah. You need to put some gunfire in the background. <laughs> Get out of here. Gunfire behind that song and Chinese money bringing in uh, NIL right there. Now, when will, will, will we get Dan? Well, are we going to squeeze him in the next couple of the weeks? Yeah, it's just we'll, work, we'll make it work. Oh, but, uh, I know we will. Yeah. Don't tell me what you can't do. No, tell me how you're going to make it happen. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have you. Uh, say, say next week we won't. You know, obviously with with Friday being short, so we won't have. We might get a quick phone call for just him saying, uh, "Dig the scene." I'm yeah, digging yeah, the scene. Dig the scene. Songs with places in the title. Yeah, mine is up for. Well, we went to our pockets today and came up with twenty six dollars to give away. Uh, hey, that's the biggest giveaway that we've had this month, <laughs> if, if, if not all year. <laughs>